With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. 10, 9. Now. Now. Get ready for Buzzworthy Radio. Show that gets you up close and personal with some of today's hottest stars. Got a question? Call in at 646-595-4228. Now, here's Navelle J. Lee. Hey, this is Daniel Goddard, Kane from Young and the Restless, and you are listening to the king of the pervs, the perv of all pervs, his perviness, Navelle, on Buzzworthy Radio. Wow. Uh, well, everybody, welcome to the final Buzzworthy Radio podcast on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee. It is Friday, January 20th, 2012, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. If it sounds like I'm getting a little weepy, it's probably because I am. <laughs> because... Hmm, my gosh, I've been a part of BTR for five years. For five years. And I am ending my run here on, on the network after tonight's show. And I will be officially only broadcasting my shows at another platform. And if you see me on Twitter, out of the respect of BTR, I will not bring it up as to what the platform is called, but if you have seen me on Twitter promoting the hell out of this network, I will continue to do so because I love what these guys are doing, and it's really amazing to me that I now get to bring my show over there, and I know everybody has been asking if I am leaving the network and not doing my shows anymore or if I'm taking my shows somewhere else. And the fact of the matter is this. As I just said, I am taking it to a new platform. So don't worry, I am not. Buzzworthy Radio is not going anywhere. It's just going to another area. It's going to another platform. And it's just moving from BTR to somewhere else. You know, this it was a decision that I definitely wanted to make for a while, and I was very glad that I was able to make the move. And you know, it it, it it's hard. It's very hard to say goodbye to 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 this because this was my first home to do something that I loved. It it helped me find my voice in in radio pretty much when I was first introduced to Ball Talk Radio. Um, <laughs> And this is and and it's funny. This is how it came about. It was five years ago, 2006. It was in the summer, and I was on MySpace. You know when MySpace was actually relevant, and it actually pertained to everyday life before Facebook took over. <laughs> and that was pretty much how I found out about Blog Talk Radio. I seen this guy coming out of the woodwork, basically just saying that he was doing the show, and I was like. You're doing a show. What are you talking about? And that's pretty much how I got into the midst of of doing that. And I checked it out. And put, you know, wanted to give it a little test run. And I did my first show on BTR five years ago called In the Zone with uh, Source Ryan, who who does the who who had the uh, soap opera Source website, but he now revamped it to TV Source Magazine. So I co-hosted that with him for about a year, and then. I left that show and created Buzzworthy, which I did not expect to last as long as it has for four years here and and still going to go on for as long as I will be able to keep it going. And 
I, I just could not believe what I was able to do within the matter of four years with 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 Buzzworthy, and I, I'm just very, I was very very excited and very very happy to take the show in such places that I never dreamed possible. I I really. <laughs> it's it, it was it was amazing to me uh, of all the connections that I've been able to make and I, I oh man it's <laughs> I, I I'm either I'm making myself cry like like no tomorrow or it's just like this it's it's like you know you're leaving your first home you met some great people here and now you're moving on to something else and and, and it's not something that isn't it's going to be something better for you and i i am very excited for the new for the new chapter where where this is going to go and working with such great people and it's just it's amazing what we were able to accomplish here for the past 4 years on this show and i'm willing to bring forth to that at the new platform that i'm going to be at Starting next week. I mean, we 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 pretty much already have started there, but starting next week, we'll be bringing to you more new shows, and it's just just it's gonna be it's gonna be a great experience, and I can't wait to have you guys be a part of that. So let's get to a couple of callers because I know that there's some that want to say goodbye <laughs> to be to BTR and BWR. Um, seven zero eight area code. How are you? What's your name? Hi, Hi it's seven- Christy. Hey, oh gosh, how are <laughs> you? Uh, my gosh. Uh, first of all, let me let me tell you. Uh, what are we gonna do for three weeks without revenge being on for three <laughs> weeks? Like, what are we gonna do? It's not back till February eighth. <laughs> I know. I like you know. This is killing me because revenge not is not back, and then a couple of my other shows are taking another hiatus, and I'm like, I just waited for a new episode. Now you're going to make me wait again. I know. It's like it's like winter break all over again. It was gone for three weeks, and then I came back for three weeks, and now all of a sudden it's, it, it's, it's going away again for three weeks. I'm like, wow. Come on, Are they man. trying to drive us crazy? Cause I, I think, think that's so. Their- I think that's I think that's the sole purpose of this show, is to drive us crazy and make us wait and just go nuts. But you know, I'll be, I, I'll have to say this though, if if that show can make me do that, then you must know that I love it because you know, I I, I can't you know it's just like wow you're you you're like leaving me you're leaving me hanging and I'm I, you know if I feel like this before the summer hiatus, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> What am well, I going to <laughs> Besides revenge, I just wanted to really call in and say, um, you know, you're one of the people who in, you know, kind of inspired me to make my radio shows on Block Talk with Liaison Radio and then uh Glee Radio. Oh. So, oh. you know, you're one of the people. You and Ryan from In the Zone and uh Stardish and all those other wonderful people here on Block oh, Talk and they can do that, I can do it. Oh, Stardish. Oh, Joanne. Oh, how I miss her. I, you know, um, yes, we're now extending this to a half hour, folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can, I don't think I can uh, muster up a lot of memories within 15 minutes as intended. But it's, 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 it's funny you mentioned Joanne because how I got introduced to her was because of Bradford Anderson when, when he was on the show for the first time. Um, you know, we did it. We did an interview with him, and she called in, and and said her piece about what Bradford had done to her. And then from that point on, she she did her show after after following from that. And I I just thought that was the most that was the hugest compliment that anybody could have ever given me. And you know, I support every single person that that starts up a show for something that they love especially in the daytime community like like you especially with the liaison radio you know it's it says a lot to me that you know there's not many soap podcasts that are out there right now and with the the fact that we just lost two shows and one night to live went off the air this time last week 
you know, it, it, it's still it's it's hard. Some, you know, Michael Fairman actually put the question out there: How did you make it past the first week without one life? And I said, very difficult. I'd actually would look at the clock and go, it's two o'clock. Uh, time to turn on the ABC. And I remember one life to live is not on anymore. And yeah, it's 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 it was hard. It was it was very hard. And you know, just hearing what you had to say right now, just it, it just makes it, it makes it it makes it warm. You know, I, I love the fact that you know you you're still doing this show and you're continuing to do this show and don't stop, man. Just keep on going because I know you're one of the people that supports the shows as is. And with all these rumors going on with GH and everything that people are putting out there. And, uh, you know, I, I really cannot wait for Ron and Frank to come in and do their thing at, at General Hospital. It's going to be it's going to be a huge. And uh, now more than ever, I think everybody should start supporting everything. So I, I really do appreciate you calling in and letting me know how you got started with uh, BTR and your show. It, 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 it It's great. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're going to make me cry. Aw, I just wanted to show my appreciation. And I actually just listened to your interview with, um, uh, oh, God, I I can't think of his name right now. No, you know, Nolan from Revenge. Uh, Man? Gabriel Man. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel (laughs) Man. And, uh, yeah, that was wonderfully done. That guy is awesome. He is so, uh, let me tell you about that, that interview since we're reliving some of our favorite BTR memories here. That was funny, especially the first time he was here. The first time we had him on, I was gunning for him anyway, okay? I was gunning for him, going to the proper channels to get him on the show, going to his PR rep and saying, like, mm-hmm. okay, I would love to have Gabe on the show, talk about revenge, blah, 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 this and that, you know, the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hear from her yet. Well, actually, I did. I heard that – okay, this is how it went down. I'm trying to remember it myself. She emails me and goes that, yeah, I totally – thanks for reaching out. Let's totally set this up. What are you thinking? Blah, blah, this and that. So we were going over times to see what we can do and such and such. And So then I haven't heard from her yet. She said she'll get back to me. So I had already had set up Ashton Holmes, who played Tyler at the time. And we did his show. We taped it. I aired it the next day. So that interview went live, and Gabe was on Twitter at the time, just retweeting everything. That was revenge. Like a few, a couple of hours before, it was about to go on air with this new episode. Uh, the episode at the time was treachery, and he was retweeting everything. And so he retweeted me, and with my show interview link with Ashton and all this other stuff. So I see this phone number come in on my switchboard from California. And I'm looking, and I'm going like, who is calling me from California right now? And this is a taped interview. This is not going to work. I'm like, what do you do here? And I get on Twitter. I see he starts tweeting me. And he goes, I'm on the line. I was like, no freaking way. He was like, yeah, I'm on hold. I heard that you guys were talking about me, and, you know, I wanted to call in and show some love to Ash. And I was like, well, had I known you were going to do that, I would not have taped this podcast a day ago. So he starts laughing. He starts cracking up, and he's like, oh, that's too funny. And then I just wormed my way, and I was like, well, you know, if you wanted, since this is about to end, I would totally like to have you back, and let's do an interview ourselves. So then he was like, okay, cool, so what do I need to do? And I was like, call him in that same number again, and uh, such and such and such. And then he did. We, he called in, and we did a half hour. And then not even a month later it goes by, he's back again. And I was just like, I just like, you can't stay away, can you? <laughs> so it's just like, that's just pretty much how I got into Gabriel Mann's orbit. So from that point on, there you have it. So it was a... Uh, it was an interesting, interesting way to to meet somebody on this show. So yeah, he surprised the crap out of me. But you know what? There, there you have it. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been that interesting if he didn't do what he did. So very, very, very impressed with that. So, what did you like about it aside from the fact that he talked more than me? 
I like that he said he's getting recognized by girls on the street, and they're like, no, no, I'm like, I, you know what's sad about that is I probably kind of react the same way. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's Nolan. <laughs> Isn't it sad? I probably would be the guy that would go, like, it's Nolan Ross, dude. I Seriously, I really would be that guy. And, and I'm like... I was looking at that E! News interview that they did when they had the TCAs, the winner one, and I was looking at the the chick that that was doing it, and I was like, that's so me. That would be doing exactly what she was doing, like, right now. And I was like, this is totally now acceptable. I could now actually act like a fanboy in person with these people and not give two shits. I would be – I would be – I would be that guy, and I would totally be that guy. I cannot wait till I'm at Paley Fest and be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am now excited for. I'm like, is it March 11th yet? I can't wait to go to Paley Fest for the revenge panel. I would totally be that guy. I cannot wait. That would be awesome. Oh, you're so lucky. I bought my ticket. I bought. Wow. My t- I wish I could go. Why don't you? Why don't you? <laughs> well, you know, financial funds are tight, and I really don't have money to go. So, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I don't get paid for doing my blog talk shows. I wish I did, because that would probably help me. Well, help me come right now. <laughs> I don't think do any of us get paid. Uh, luckily enough, I have like the job thing that pays my way. But you know, right? Exactly. You need the job thing. See, I've struggled with getting the job thing. I'm actually thinking about going into radio professionally. So, I you, know, you could probably help me with that. <laughs> with all your experience. I can do my best. I hope I can. <laughs> I hope I can. I mean. Huh. I'm like, I don't know, do you want to go to me for that? No. <laughs> but um, I, I hope so in any way, shape, form. I would love to. Um, You know, let me know. Okay, I will. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you follow me to the new the new platform, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely do some revenge talk over there, too. So don't think, don't think that just because I'm leaving here, we're not going to be doing any more revenge conversations like this again. It will happen. We'll just have to, we just have to make it... Make it work. Make it happen. That's all. I will. I will follow you as a new platform, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of going to a new platform myself for a little while. It's not. I don't think it, it's not the same as your platform. It's called TalkShoe.com. I heard. So, yes. Yeah. So I'm kind of having shows on there right now because you know I don't. I can't afford to have a paid blog talk for a premium account. So. I'm going down over to talk to you, and they're they're allowing me to do you know pretty long shows. I mean, it, I would say it's unlimited, but not quite. I actually broke the limit on like one of my first shows over there, and apparently you can do shows up to like four hours and fifty minutes, like right before the five hour mark, and they'll cut you off. Five hours? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine that? I actually had people who wanted to talk for like five hours one night. It was insane. We can go on forever when it comes to our soaps, man. I'm telling you, it's just it's just what it is. It's how it is. So, you know, five. I oh god, though I would need a drink though in the midst of that. So you know, you don't know. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely check you out over there. Let me know when you're over there, and I'll, I'll head over there and talk. I'm to over you. there tonight, actually. At, uh, you're over there tonight. 10 Central. So. What time? 10 p.m. Central in a little less than two hours. So. Okay. Very good. But feel free if you want to drop by. I might drop by. Uh, you know, after I get something to eat because I haven't eaten all day, but I'll drop by. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, it's time to get some that. food. Get some food. Yes. Well, you prep for that, and I thank you. Thank you so much for calling in and, um, you know, talking some shop with me, especially about revenge. You know, I could go on forever about that show. So thank you again for uh, saying that uh, I helped you get to where you are right now. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. I love, love that. That that was just, that was so wonderful. So wonderful. Um, let's see. We got some other people here, too. So let's uh, let's take this one. Uh, I believe you're also a uh, Chicago, Illinois caller or somewhere in that realm, area code 312. That's right, Navelle. It's Tony. Uh, 
Tony, I heard you earlier when you were on Bianca Palooza. Don't think I didn't hear you. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you on there. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I was. I, yeah, I called over to uh, Social Central and I talked to Dan Kroll. Yeah, he had Eden Regal and uh, Christina Bennett Lynn, the two Biancas, plus a special guest, uh, Sarah Glenn, who played the second Marissa. Uh, Wait, uh, and, uh, how was that? Like, how was that whole conversation with with both? Uh, it, it was very short. <laughs> very short. <laughs> well, of course, you know. Because you had to limit it like to one question, is that because they had to line and everything. Uh, I told you know the silly. I told them the silly question. I told them about the fight about the snowball fight because I was talking about snowing in Chicago tonight, and I was talking about the snowball fight scene they had last year. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, I'm talking about Christina and Sarah had that snowball fight scene, and they, they had did one take and all that. But I did commend, but I did commend both uh, Christina and Eden for their for their uh, portrayals of Bianca over the years and uh, how much they done um, brought their own spin to the characters, and uh, it was I mean, it was just one of the most things I say. And they were very commended, and they both said thank you very much to me, and I was very happy to talk to them, all three of them to be exact. Yeah. What did you think of the? Were you were you there when um, you know Eden was surprised with Olga who played Lena on there? Did I you? missed that. Unfortunately, missed that I missed that. No, no. Uh, I missed that conversation. No, no. That was good. Oh, see, see, you missed some of the good stuff on there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah but, I feel, but I had a feeling Olga was going to be on there because you know Bianca and Lena was you know the the ones that set the stage or set the standard for lesbian kissing on the air. Oh, yeah. right. They did that, you know. They did do that. Um, so let me tell you, uh, my goodness, you know, you've been one of our, uh, you've been one of our regulars here on, on, on the show, man. I tell you, what, you know, I, I just <laughs> here I go again, getting into that mode. I, um, you know, okay, you, okay, <laughs> let, let, me, try. Yeah, let me, uh, oh. let me, uh, let me, uh, take a little breath here and just. Go in and just say like, "Damn, man, I'm leaving." <laughs> <laughs> you listen, Novell. Let me let me tell you this, man. You're only leaving Blog Talk. You're not leaving here. Period. Okay. You're only switching networks. All right. I, so I this am. is goodbye. This is goodbye. This is a total see you over on the side. <laughs> but it's there was so much that happened here at BTR though. That was that was amazing to me and it got me hooked up with a lot more people you know as someone said earlier you know Stardust Radio came here with Joanne and Brandon mm-hmm. Buzz also was here and you know it's just, like, it's just like there were so so many things that were first being here and you know and it's like you can't you know, now I gotta make I'm making new first at the other at the other network and it's just Man, oh man, I'm excited and, and nervous at the same time, but I'm more excited than nervous. Let's put it that way. I'm more excited than nervous. It, it's just like it's it's sad because it's like you know I'm the timing couldn't have been worse. <laughs> you know, it couldn't have been worse with the timing. I mean, like I'm I'm leaving BTR on the midst of the fact that One Life to Live just ended a week ago. We lost. That's um, right a few months ago we got some going on with general hospital at this point in time and it's just like oh my god could the time have been more worse um it's funny austin peck tweeted me the other day and was like what are you gonna do when all the soaps go off the air i was like i'll probably babble a lot less (laughs) (laughs) i probably will not be that guy on twitter just busting up a storm i'd probably be that guy just basically crawling into a hole and not coming out of it so, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be that guy. I would be that guy. <laughs> yeah, it 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 sounds like that. But um, but let me show you a memory. But you know what? I remember when the first time I called this show um, on Blog Talk Radio the first time, and it was back in 2008. Um, back in March of 2008, when you had Switch Out Stats on there. Um, uh, he was on all my children, taking a break from all my children at the time, and doing that web series out in L.A. Uh, Luke eleven seventeen, and it was the first time I talked to you uh, on the air, and heard you, and he was Matthew and Matthew were Colson at the time, mm. and uh, that's my first memory of uh, of talking to you on this show, and uh, I still remember it to this day, and uh, and then and as ironically you mentioned Stardust Radio, um, and then Chriselle came over on Stardust Radio uh, by, by, uh, in October that year, and what I co-hosted with Joanne that year, so. 
in a way, you got my start in that radio because I was uh, as a listener. Then I was part time co-host when I started this radio, and I owe it all to you, my friend. I owe part of it to you. I've been on to enjoy it. Oh well, thank you very much, sir. Oh man, going going right back into the history, Michelle Stafford. Oof. Yeah, that was she was one of my favorites here on the show, and uh, I, I've I've always loved talking to her, and you know, and uh, it, that was a great. Those are great times, man, in all those four years that we've done this show. And I can't express many thanks enough for everybody that has been a part of this for all the years that we've been here, um, through all the good times and the bad times that we had on this show. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, there weren't all that were good. I'm pretty sure there were some bad times, too. I'm not going to deny that. But through it all, you guys stuck it through, and we, we, we kept having a great time here. And uh it's going to be good with the with the new move and uh, with everything that's going to come forward with with the move and I can't wait I can't wait till we start doing some new shows at at the new platform and uh, you know right now we're we're doing some past shows that are filling out the time slots before the new before the new shows come in but um, it it will be it'll be great I I can't I can't wait for that so I I I, I hope you will follow me over there and you know keep 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 us locked down on Twitter with some all the commentary that I do every day as well right. as all the pimping <laughs> as all the pimping that I do. You know, you know. Yeah, all so. the pimping, all the pimping. You're gonna have that show on Bill's Talk I'll be keep that on as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, it's uh if worse comes to worse and uh you know, it, it, I could easily syndicate it here still but I don't really see that happening at this point in time, but the the main question that a lot of people have been asking me, and I, I will answer this question here, is will this show will be available on iTunes once I make the move? And I don't think it will be, because I don't think we have the RSS feed that will bring it to the iTunes part of it, but I I know that my shows will still be downloadable off the website at buzzworthyradio.net as MP3, so you'll still be able to download the shows from over there. Um, you'll also be able to log on to the TuneIn Radio app for free to listen to it on your mobile phone. So if you download the free app, yes, it's for free app. So go into TuneIn.com, search for Buzzworthy Radio, and then there you have it. You'll be able to listen to the show anytime you want on your phone. So it's that simple. It is that simple. So you can take it anywhere you want. So yeah, man, definitely. You'll still have some. You'll still have some ways to listen to me. But yeah, that's right. just, I just don't think that iTunes will be one of those ways. Okay, not a problem. It doesn't matter. As long as I find you, I'll find you. I'll trust me. <laughs> you will. Yeah, you will. Don't worry. I'm gonna let you. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here in a little bit. But uh, thank you so much for calling in, man. I really do appreciate the fact that you were able to get here and say everything that you had to say about it. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks. You're welcome, Nabil. And take right. care. Bye. Is this who I think it is? Is this Jason? I don't know. Am I? Are you? It sounds like you. I'm not really sure. Well, I'm sick right now, so just ignore me. Oh, that's okay. You're loud. I know. You should be resting, though, instead of calling in, dude. Well, hello. I've got to be here for this. Why? Tell me. Because. Tell me why. I'm ill. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. So the fact that you're sick means that you have to come in and call into this show. I, I, I get it now. Absolutely. I totally get it. Oh. I would not miss the end, regardless. Oh, now you're now you're trying to now you're trying to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I am sick. Now I really am sick. Yeah, I need a glass of Kool Aid after that statement right there. For a minute there, it sounded like you were you were actually being sincere. Yeah, we know better. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I have a short little poem. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay, good. So here we go. It's by C.W. Longnecker. If you it's think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. 
for out in the world we find success brings with a fellow's will, it's all a state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. And that, my friend, describes you. These oh, last five years on blog talk radio, you have managed to meet thousands of people and touch hundreds of people. You've reached from people as perverted as Daniel Goddard to <laughs> soap opera legends like Melody Thomas Scott. You, my friend, are bigger than daytime, brighter than primetime, and a true source to this genre. And for that, I'd like to thank you on behalf of everyone else that has tuned in to Blog Talk Radio for your dedication, your time and effort, the very cheap cologne you wear while you're sitting naked in your bedroom. <laughs> I'm not fully naked. Remember, I'm in my underwear. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. Hey, from you know. all of us, Look, if I got naked in this leather seat, it would stick. I don't want to know. Sorry. Oh my god. Obviously, to know that you know you've done that. That is just gross. (laughs) Okay, it's my final show on BTR. Let's admit this. I have sat in this chair naked, by the way. And I'm sure. Towel. I was in a towel. I just got out the shower. And it's like buzzworthy radio after dark to the max. I got out the shower. I was in a towel, and yeah, it was it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> oh Lord! Just saying. God have mercy on your soul. Come on, did you really expect any less of me at this point? Since you, <laughs> oh come on, we're two of the worst people in the world. <laughs> 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 yes, this is true. Um, so. There's no denying it. I'm just surprised that I haven't put my foot in my mouth as long as I've been on the air so far. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Look, listen. If you were able to say, if we were able to say what we have said with Daniel Goddard on the line, who is the worst of both of us combined, I don't think we have to worry about putting foots in our mouth, by the way. I know, for real. I'd have no followers on Twitter and no friends on Facebook. Ah, you're a loner. Interesting. You got me. If that's (laughs) something. That's why I'm unlimited. (laughs) I, first of all, thank you for, for that poem and what you had to say afterwards. I was not expecting that from you. Number one, I would have expected something like that from Jamie or Angela, Tom Castiello even, but more so not from you. Well, you got to remember, I'm ill, and I've been mixing Theraflu with Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So what does that mean? Because you're sick, that you're, means you're now take it while you got it because you're not getting it anymore. Or you're ill and the fact that you're absolutely making no sense at this point, and I'm just saying stuff out my ass. Pretty much. I'm kind of like Guiding Lights Amanda Wexler. I'm a retired pimp. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in spite of whether or not you meant everything you said, I really liked it a lot. And Yeah, I, I know. I, of course. Yes, let's build your ego way more than where it is at at this point. I I never expected to be where I am right now four years after doing this show, total of five years being here on BTR. I never expected that I would get the chance to speak to as many people as I have and done as many podcasts as I have. You know, I've done over 400 now. I got to say I spoke to... Diane Carroll, for God's sakes. You know, I I get to say those words. I mean, I, I never would have imagined myself 
building a lot of relationships within this business the way that I have within the past four years. So it's been now. I'm trying to decide whether or not this is like going to be like a Prospect Park thing where like you're going to be switching, but you actually never do. And this will be like the last time we ever see you. I'm trying to decide whether I need to start a coupon campaign to try and save this show or what's going on. I'm not really sure what I'm doing yet. I don't think you have to worry about doing any of those things. Um, Because number one, I don't cost money. So I can pretty much do what I damn well please. I go where I would like to go uh, without any hesitation. <laughs> I, it would have been different. It would have been different if I was getting paid for this, and uh, the fact of the matter is, I'm not. So exactly, because if you think I'm paying for my entertainment, you ain't no hooker. Good God, uh, I'd be a huge disappointment. I think <laughs> I'd be oh, a huge. My. That'd be a huge disappointment in that regard. I don't know why you lasted this long listening to me. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't. I, Apparently, like, we're just all intellectually challenged, and we don't know what to do with ourselves. Intellectually challenged. God, there's that phrase again. <laughs> there's that phrase again that was used to describe us Daniel Goddard fans. Ah. Memories. That's a memory I really would not like to relive. Is that comment, by the way? But you got to remember, though, you got to take the good with the bad, and the bad with the good. Are you about to start singing the Facts of Life theme song? Because if you really are, I was, I was going to, but I got it all backwards, so it kind of ruined it. Oh, well, so I then, lost my segue. Oh, you can't do that, then. I'm sorry. No. But at least I knew where you were going. Uh, hey, that's a good thing. I'm going to make that trend. That is terrible that I'm thinking just like you. Yeah, that is. You should really see someone. I am very scared right now that I am thinking like Unlimited Jason at this very, very point in my life. This scares me to no end. Just so you know. Well, maybe you aren't limited, Navelle, anymore. (laughs) <laughs> is that a segue that you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, you know, you could break through the glass ceiling of the chocolate factory. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Do you really want to pull at that thread? <laughs> no. No, because I'd be literally putting my foot in my mouth again. You got a little bit of... uh response to that comment the last time you used that phrase, sir. If I remember it's always correctly. your fault. Why is it my fault? Because you know well enough that you should have like a three-second delay because I go totally Janet Jackson on live television. But then what would the fun in that be? And that's true, too. But you really can't put the blame on that onto me. You have to remember the other pervert was also on the live. So you, I, can, I tend to Put the blame onto him, you know, because it's his fault all the time. You know, we should do what they did on Young and the Restless with Nikki, Phyllis, and Victor and start our own business, and we'll just call it NDJ. NDJ? Think, no. My, let's see. It was NVP for Nikki, Victor, Phyllis, so... Right. Obviously, I'm the headliner, so I'd have to go first. Okay, so it would be J and D. Get it? J and D. Hey, I like it. I think you should get Although on and market it. I think Daniel Goddard, though, would have top billing compared to you, though. JDN? That doesn't sound good, though. It doesn't matter. There's a kangaroo in that gene. But he has, like, the end billing, which I think is more prominent. Don't you think? Oh, God help us. Did Don't I really go, go there? All over your ass. Did I really go there with that? I I did. Yes. I did. It's all right. By the by, the time this show is ending, it, it won't even matter. <laughs> True that. True that. Oh, man. Have, you, have your ratings got high enough to beat, uh, like, 
Deacon's World yet? Be what? I totally missed what you said. I said... Oh, lordy. I love Twitter. Yeah, well... For different there's a lot things. of white there's a lot of white trash updates right now. And it it makes me laugh that people are using that hashtag. That's gross. Um I blame Seth. <laughs> oh great. Bring him into it. That's that's good. You know it. So repeat your question. Repeat my questions. Yes. Mm, what my, was the question? Are my ratings high enough to beat whatever you said at the end, which I did not catch? <laughs> Basically anything that's really on the bottom of the list. So, like Beekman's World, General Hospital, uh, The Chew. Oh, I think my ratings probably beat The Revolution and The Chew combined. <laughs> I mean... Wow. Good Lord, I mean, seriously, that that show is just an embarrassment. I can't I don't even have any other words for it. I mean, I'm looking at the ratings each day when Mark Berman puts them out on T V Media Insights and I I'm just like, seriously, ABC, what crack are you smoking? Because honestly, I would love to have some of it because you seriously have no idea what you've just done. And they say that women want women want information. If you really want information, there's a 24-hour news channel dedicated to that. If not okay. one, there's two. CNN and Headline News. I'm just saying. Here's what I don't understand about that statement. They said originally that uh, soaps were going away because women were going back to the workforce. Well, what the hell are women doing watching shows about information if they're supposed to be working? I think that's, I think that's more or less the spin that ABC wanted to throw out there, not, nece- and not necessarily a fact of a true statement. That's just something that they oh, really wanted no. to say. On a, better positive, on a better positive note this week, Guy and Light came out on DVD. I saw the list, and... And I'm like, I see this, I see these episodes, and I'm like, you know, there's like a couple of these that are already on YouTube that I've already watched in their uncut glory. And most of them are. <laughs> most of them are most on you are. on YouTube in their uncut glory. Thank you, Benico. I, I have to say that Guiding Light, which will turn 75 here on the 25th of January. Oh, here. Um, there are a lot of full intact shows on YouTube, and if. Sopa would have gone through, we probably would have lost all of it. Yeah. And, I mean, Muniko Jim, and there's another one that also uploaded full episodes. I can't remember their 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 name. And they uploaded a lot of episodes from 1987, 88, and 89. And the other channel uploaded eps from 1984, 85. You know, it's just, it's amazing to me all the content that he has. And you know, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the the twenty Fs that that are coming out, especially Alex. Um, basically, the one at the country club where Alex throws Roger to the wolves. That was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, of Marsh Day is a goddess. Well, um, <clears throat> it wasn't Marsh Day who did those scenes. It was Beverly McKenzie. Are you sure? Positive. It was 1991. Are you talking about the same country club scenes as I am? It was the one in 1991. Okay. Not, not the one. Late. Not the one two years later. The ones right before Roger got shot. I'm talking about the ones where. She right before Alex. Right before Alex left. Yes. Okay. Got it. You are right. I can't before, 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 Alex, yeah, before Alex revealed that Mindy and Raj were having their affair. Right. Very good. And I can't wait to see my Cynthia Watchers as Annie again. She's on the is she on the list too? Uh the Annie and Alan almost wedding. Oh, that's on there. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. When Reva Shane brings in Eddie Banks and reveals to everyone that Annie's still married to him. Oh, that was that was beautiful. That was such. And a then Frank. Time. Then Frank Cooper hauls Annie Dutton's ass out in handcuffs. Oh, and that's also the episode where Laura writes Cassie <laughs> punches Punch, out uh, Wendy Monty. Punches her in the face. <laughs> and then I puts remember, her in the broom closet. I remember being in school, uh, seventh grade, and my friend and I. Her name was Sharina. She she was a, she was also a Gunning Life fan at the time, and we were talking about that scene. Where she punched her in the face, and I was just like, you know, I rewound that scene numerous times before the tape went bad. Oh my god, it was hilarious! I was so glad when a couple years ago, I someone posted on YouTube and I could see it again. I I, I love that era of Gotting Light, the whole Reva versus Annie era. I loved it. I did too. A lot of people did. You know, Cynthia Watros definitely deserved that Emmy. I mean. A lot of the stories at the time revolved around her, um, so who couldn't who couldn't like that part of the era? You know, I I loved everything that Guiding Light was doing at the time. And you know, to be honest with you, I think that was a pretty good era for soaps all around because General Hospital was doing really good with Jason versus AJ, um, the introduction of Carly there, and then on Azrael Turn she had the pretty much the start of the Jack and Carly um, relationship. Mm-hmm. And Young and the Restless, you had Nick and Sharon uh, fighting over Grace and Ryan McNeil in between Victoria and Nina. And then not, and then that ended, and then it was Nina and Trisha. Yes. When Nina had the gun to her head and was going to kill herself, but she wound up getting shot anyway. Isn't that interesting? Good times. That's for good. That was a very good era in soaps. Another world was even on like firecrackers towards the very end. Yeah, not during that time though. When you know Jill Farron Phelps killed off my Frankie Frame, by the way, which I will never ever forgive her for. I will never ever forgive her for killing off Marine Bauer, even though. It was great storytelling when that went down, which I was so happy to see that the Marine episode was on the list because that was one of my favorites, too. I remember coming home from school and my mother was weeping (laughs) and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And it was that it was the day, I guess, it was the following Monday, I guess. Because yeah, she died because on like a Friday. She died on the Friday. She died on the, well, right. she got into the accident on Friday, if I'm not mistaken, right? right? And then she, Monday she was already gone and you pronounced yeah. it gone. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that Monday coming home and my mother being weak like I was like, What in the world? And then I think that's when everything really clicked to me is how daytime dramas themselves connect with people. How I think that was the very moment where everything just kinda connected for me. My first story that I've ever gotten into when I first started watching soaps was Holden and Lily. And unfortunately, I had to start tuning into it when Heather Rattray was playing the part. <laughs> I I started watching World Turns after Martha Byrne left the first time. So I did she not left get my... twice, right? Yeah, she left in 89, and when I first started watching, I was watching Heather Rattray in the part, and, you know, I was, I, I, I dug holding the lily then, but when I saw Martha Byrne on the cover of Soap Digest, and it was saying that Lily returns, and it was her and John Hensley on the cover, I was like, who's this? This isn't Lily. This is some other chick. I don't know who this chick is. <laughs> and I was like, and I'll be honest, I was like showing angst against Martha Byrne. I was like, this isn't Lily. Why am I watching this woman playing Lily? Where's the other chick at that was Lily? You know what I mean? I was like, I don't like her. I don't like Damien with her. And, you know, I was just, I was hating on Martha Byrne for a time, man. Oh, I loved Lily and Damien. 
But I love John Hensley. John Hensley could not do any wrong. I'm, I hope he does return to the daytime genre before this new information era comes in. But he could do no wrong. And uh, it wasn't until, what was the year? 1996, when they had their 40th anniversary. And they showed those clips. It wasn't until then I realized she was Lily before Heather. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so it was three years before I ever realized anything about Martha Byrne as Lily by that one episode. But it was probably 1995, after the Hans era, because I I I, I dug Hans. I Hans was the villain on that show during the time, and it wasn't until then, around 1995, when I started to really get accustomed to Lily and Damien and even I not even then start going Heather who you know what I mean so right yeah Hans was Hans was a good villain I liked Hans and I heard I heard a lot of people say that they liked Hans as well when he was on the show did you watch oh, it old times. the good old times uh, don't you know that was a good that was a really good era of astral turns too I know people said the show went dark, especially once Marlon had passed away. I'm not going to deny them that. I, I, I do agree. But they still were able to do some good with the show. I mean, they, if it wasn't, well, you know, that, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for them, I would never got introduced to Mara West as Carly Tenney. A lot of people, like, I know a lot of people are afraid of change, especially when it comes to a daytime show. But if you think about how long it's on, in real life, we grow as a person. We expand. We move on. We move from thing to thing. And, you know, soaps do that, too. And I know people connect to a certain era. Like, it was really hard for me to kind of let go of Guiding Light in 2005 when it kind of went, I don't know, it just kind of jumped the tracks altogether. But I still continue to watch Daily because it was my show. Um, and then I have to say, the last six months of Guiding Light before it went off the air, it rang true Guiding Light. Like, they knew exactly what they were doing. Everything, it was like puzzle pieces were fitting together. And I see a lot of people back and forth with um, Ron and Frank uh, coming from One Life to Live to General Hospital. And it, it amazes me how some of them are like, you know, well, Sonny's supposed to be the central of the show. And I'm like, how long have you been watching General Hospital? There was a time... Be- before Sonny was even a major player at all. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to what they have in store, and, and I hope they bring a lot of that old-time balance back, but yet keep the modern twist for the modern fans. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. I'm kind of nervous also because with the way that ABC and has been handling that thing, and you know, it'll be interesting to see how things pan out in the next six to nine months. I almost shit a brick when I read about that little rewrite that they're planning on doing with Claudia and Johnny. Yeah. Uh, that that I'm sorry. Um whose idea was that again? You know, it'd be all right if you didn't have Claudia played by Sarah Brown or Brandon Barash played by you know playing Johnny. If it was someone a lot older, someone you know older than Sarah Brown playing Claudia, it would have been a different case. It could have worked a lot better. Um, the fact that they're so close in age, and I know a lot of people say, well, they hire people all the time to play thirty to play teenager, especially on ABC Family, but you don't really notice because hey, they still look good. But it gives kind of an issue if you know that age, and a lot of people know you know, that Sarah and Brandon are pretty close in age. I just couldn't... Did you see the tweet that she sent to Michelle Valjean yesterday saying that apparently this was something that they were planning that or talking about that before she left? That's just crazy. I I always thought the writing was on the wall for that. Even before Sarah Did Brown you? left, yeah, but I didn't think they were going to do it because of them being so close in age. 
That's but, gross. Hey, what do I know? I didn't think Bradley Bell would take Zach Conroy and Brandon Beamer off contract either, but hey, look at that. Are you kidding? That was bound to happen. They weren't even on the screen. We already sus- suspected that they weren't even going to be on contract. I knew. I, I kind of figured it was coming there, but I didn't want it to come there. I'm like, I don't understand Brad Bell at all because he has one of the most dynamic casts ever with the most gracious talent, yet they're all sitting on the sideline for long periods of time. I mean, you got Leslie Kay playing Felicia Forrester, and all she is is a coat rack. want to talk about coat racks. Why isn't Christian LeBlanc doing more than being Victor's lapdog as Michael? Why isn't he driving and leading a story? Well, here's my thing with the character Michael Baldwin. I love Christian LeBlanc. I think he is one of the most richest, purest actors in the daytime. Agreed. And Michael Baldwin, though, should have never, ever ever been softened up. I love love the idea of Michael and Lauren together, but it should be the true Michael, not this Michael we've got for the last, pretty much the last decade. This Michael we've had has been a very soft, very laid back, very... Uh, you want the Michael that drilled a hole into Nina's apartment? Right. I want the real Michael, the real true Michael, the one that was willing to go to the edge and then over. I could see that working. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think Maria Bell can write somebody like that. She can't. like this. Well, first of all, Maria Arena Bell and Bradley Bell, their time has come. The Bells, oh my God, William Bell is probably spinning in his grave. But, uh, where was I? Oh, when you think of Michael Baldwin, when I think back of all the potential he had and stuff like that, he could have been daytime's answer to Roger Thorpe. Mm. And, you know, I see I see a lot with Michael Muni's portrayal of Adam. I see a lot of characteristics between uh, Roger Thorpe and then you have Sharon, who's I don't know if Maria is trying to tame Reva Shane or what was going on with that. But when you look at the pieces and you think, okay, we've got this woman here who's going after the older father figure in the family, who's been with both brothers, who else can do that in daytime other than Kim Zimmer as Reva Shane? <laughs> See, if that were and then, the case, then that would mean Maria Bell actually had to watch other shows in the industry to know exactly what's going on. And I don't girl, think she does. She's busy saving the art industry. Yeah, that's I know. Don't and remind let me. Let me tell her, little preschoolers are finger painting every day of the week. Ugh. <sighs> I, I just feel like if nothing is done for that show to at least attempt to save it, it's not even going to be here within the next five years. You know, here I go again. Um, I think if shows like Young and Restless, Bold and Beautiful, and General Hospital don't change the way they're running right now, I think it's best to see them go. And I I say that harsh, but I'm also a believer who loved Guiding Light religiously, never missed an episode, who also thought towards the end, hey, you know what? It's suffering. It's starting to just wobble along. It's time to let it go and see where the characters go. I said the same thing about Azrael Turns. I was like, you know, it's time. It's time to let it go and see where it goes. Because in television, things always go. It's just like when you read a book. You don't stay on Chapter 5 when you have Chapter 6 and 7 and 8 and, you know, all the rest waiting. You don't stay at the age of 29 holding on for 30. Mm. And I think if they don't do something, I think it's better just to see them come to a nice, casual, where will we be 10 years from now? I think the only show that's really doing anything as far as staying true to themselves is Days of Our Lives, which really was off the rails for quite a long time. Yeah. And I have to say, the new staff with it has managed to find that core that Days of Our Lives always had, but is now etching ahead of everyone else, finding the future as to the direction they're heading. 
It'll, uh, I mean, I know they're saying that it's going to be slow to see storylines pick up, but it, it does seem like it alternates each day. One day it's really, really good. The next day then it's like, meh, and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But it's still better than the other three. Um, they're finally going to start picking up the Chandler Massey story, from what I understand. So it's supposed to, it's actually supposed to hit starting next month. I believe. But I'll be waiting to see what happens when all the budgets are figured out and who stays, who goes, that kind of thing, because you know it's going to come to a head soon. So I, when, did, when did we find that out? Like, I think uh, March? March? Yeah, about March. March, usually. Because uh, they'll see how well they do here in February sweeps, and then it'll be budget time. We'll see. Yeah. But, but uh, it is time for us to wrap it up because that woman is in my ear. <laughs> Gotta love her. I I I cannot say I will miss that British woman counting me down because I really won't. Well, I will vamoose, or whatever, bon voyage, and then you can say your farewells. I will, well, I will say my farewell on here, but uh, you uh, you take care, and I'm sure that uh, you, of all people, will be following me to the new home. If not, then I will find you. Oh, don't I- worry. I'm always around. <laughs> <laughs> Was that supposed to be an evil laughter? Because it just didn't sound like one. Good attempt, though, but not really. Just saying. And on that note, he left. <laughs> I like it. He just goes in and then just leaves, like, right off the cuff. Gotta love it. Um, all right. My final, my final notes, everybody. What can I say for everybody that has been a part of our Buzzworthy family here at BTR for the past four years and has been following me on on Blog Talk Radio for five years. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to talk your ears off on all these shows that we have done and allowing me to showcase to you some of your favorite stars in real time and getting to know them and having some fun. You know, if uh, if anybody ever tells you that you can't do something, don't listen to it. Believe in yourself that you can do it. And then go for it. And I have to tell you, it's just the fact that I never would have imagined myself being able to do this here and still continuing to do this here. No matter where I'm going to be, I, I just could never imagine myself having the opportunities to go to the daytime Emmys for the past three years or to other events. And as I said before, going to Paley Fest for the first time, I never would imagine myself doing such things until I started doing this show. I may not be going to Paley Fest as press, but still, the idea is the same. You know, I never would have imagined myself going to events ever even if I was just a fan. You know, I I never would have broken that mold if it wasn't for you guys and this show here at BCR. I never would have imagined getting to know so many people in that time. You know, I may not have met everybody that I talk to on Twitter, but the fact that we do get to speak on Twitter on a contingent basis about the shows that we watch and the shows that we love, it says a lot to me that we're able to keep up that bond. And I cannot thank you enough. We have a good time. Always continue to support and love everything that you do. Because without you guys, we would not be here. If it wasn't for you, none of us would be here. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm not talking about any other host. I'm talking about everybody else in the business as far as actors go. We're not even restricting it to the soaps themselves. 
this is everybody. This is this is everybody that's in the business. Some may not realize that, but it's the truth. If it wasn't for you guys, if it wasn't for you fans, none of us would be here. And I have to thank you for that. I want to thank Ball Talk Radio for allowing me to start off with a voice and to continue that voice onto the new platform. I will miss everybody here. I met some great colleagues here. Mr. Media, Dr. Blockstein, Annie and Burl, Jamie Duvall from Movie Geeks United, Silas, Joanne, all of you guys. I just can't thank you enough. This is goodbye, but goodbye for now. Always remember to get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio, and we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Hey, I'm Gabriel Mann, and you have the pleasure right now of listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.